This is a Hot Pie Original. Hello, and welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards. And uh, here's what we do here. We work on transforming our lives in the most efficient way possible to be our best, shiniest, most rocking, most badass versions. And my purpose is to use my voice to help you use yours in the best way possible. That's why we're here. Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that sound fun? It is fun. Today we have Jessica Smith joining and she's like a love specialist, but really she's like a self-love specialist. I mean, she wrote the book on it too. It's called 21 Days to Feeling Gorgeous. And we're not just talking about her book. We're talking about taking it even deeper. And I'm very excited because you're going to love the conversation. She's incredible. And her message at the end about unconditional love, it's it hits. It's for real. So uh, let's get started on today. A little bit of business first. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please do so. It's at amyedwards.com. And when you sign up too, there is a ton of free resource materials on my website. I didn't quite say that right. There's a lot of free resources on my website, including free meditations that you can download anytime you want and listen back to. And I'm going to be adding to that. I'm going to be making some more. So check that out when you can. And uh, and then we always go a little bit deeper with the newsletters too on whatever we're talking about that week. Thank you so much for being here and let's get started. Good Life Clothing produces a line of ultra premium basics to ensure you always look your best while being your most comfortable. That's the dream, right? Yes. Good Life was developed by a team of fashion industry veterans. And you know, fashion industry is dear to my heart. Um, They were aiming to provide the best fitting essentials from the finest of materials. And it's all made right here in the USA, which is even better. And I'm so excited too, because on Saturday, June 5th, I'm going to be hosting a live show alongside Jeff Ward at 3 p.m. at Good Life's brand new location on the Domain North Side here in Austin. So stoked. So stop by that new Austin location and it's on June 5th. Again, you can watch, you can hang out and you can also get 20% off when you mention my code, Amy20, A-M-Y 20. The code's also valid on your entire order at goodlifeclothing.com. Hope to see you there. Hello. I'm trying to tap into these felt intentions like we talked about last week with Eric, which if you missed that, so damn good. And Sky King before that. Ugh. And we have another amazing episode today, another amazing conversation. Uh, I'm just so thrilled to get to hear from these people and learn from all these amazing people in the world. There's so many amazing people in the world constantly, constantly just like blows my mind. And I love it. So I get to blow yours too. Right. So, um, what are we talking about today? A lot about love and self love. And I was tapping into my own intention and I wrote this down on my little planner thing. And it was like, bring my A game. Like I want to bring my A game to every single one of these episodes and just be on it, you know? And then I started going like, what does that even mean? Bring my A game. I'm trying to like feel it and all that. But I, I guess I just sat with that. Like, what does it mean to bring my A game? I mean, it means do my best, right? So what does that look like if you're bringing your A game? Yeah, do your best. But sometimes your best is just whatever it is that moment. Sometimes your best, you know, may not look like your other best. (laughs) Sometimes your best is just, and I'm lighting a little Palo Santo, just tuning into the moment, just to kind of feel that. So 
what is your A game? Because it can vary from moment to moment. Yes, we know our potential. Yes, we know how good it can be. But I think my A game last week or the week before, whatever it was, recently, I had sort of a off time, you might call it. And compared to my A gamiest A game, it's it was didn't look from the outside like it was my full on A game. Like I wasn't doing all my practices. I wasn't, uh, I was, I wasn't eating right and I wasn't exercising and I was, um, but on the flip side of that, my A game means that I am really truly loving myself and allowing myself the space to do these things when I need it. And I kind of recognized that I just needed that space. I needed to go to a restaurant and just order a like sharing size macaroni and cheese and have that for my meal, <laughs> which I did. And, and so what? Like I needed to just accept like, hey, you know what? You are going to this event and you don't feel like you look perfect. You just, you got it together the best you could, you know? And that, and I think sometimes our A game is when we're just, kinder to ourselves. Like that is a fucking a game, right? Like that is bringing your best self when you can find that compassion and just love, just go, I love myself. And what I'm saying right now is so aligned with the conversation that I have with Jessica today. What a beautiful soul. She is talking about honoring yourself and that self-love, that unconditional self-love. And I'm not always, you know, pro at this. Like it's a practice for me straight up. But I think that that's what I'm realizing that knowing it's a practice is your fucking A game. Knowing that it's not always like uh, perfect and like that next level is your fucking A game. Like then you're bringing, you're going, oh yeah, okay. I recognize that. And I also see how, you know, I can rise and I can, you know, do better and I can get stronger and I can do these other things, but I can also have that compassion and that love when I don't, when I need it, when I need to lay on the couch, when I need to eat some chips. Like one day I literally just ate chips like all day, which that's, that's not great for me. And I know that that's like a stress eat kind of a thing. And, um, yet I was like, you know what? I'll bounce back today. I want some chips. I want some barbecue lace. (laughs) and, and I think that our A game is this unconditional love, which flips it up, flips it around a little bit, but it's just proposing it, you know, everything like we can just go, I'm just proposing that. Like, what if we just try it? Like the sarcasm that I mentioned last week at the end, if you didn't hear that at the end, uh, check that out. It's after Eric Godsey, who's phenom. And, um, and I just talked about, you know, like the little, um, things that we tell ourselves that we could flip and be sarcastic about like, Oh sure. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know, meditate my way to the top with the one that I said then just like the sarcasm. And, you know, sometimes I'll notice some inner self-talk even with my Instagram live meditations. And I just did one and the one that I did, you know, sometimes you can go, I'm sure no one's going to watch it, you know, but what if we flipped that around? It got sarcastic on ourselves and made it a statement that, you know, is positive, except we're saying it kind of not positive, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I know the feeling behind it. I know. But sometimes when you say something sarcastic, you believe it and you laugh 
because it seems preposterous. So what? Like let that, let that little feeling percolate. Like I, th- I said something like, oh yeah, I'm sure it's just going to go viral. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's just going to take over the entire internet. So what? So if a, if a negative thought starts creeping, at least just flip it around, go with the sarcasm and see what happens. That was a little bit of our, our takeaway. So I'm still working at that practice, but back to unconditional love, like just, just allowing that to be part of our A game. Kindness to ourselves. Kindness to yourself when you need it. Kindness to yourself, just like you would treat somebody you love so damn much because you do love yourself so damn much, right? And that's what we're getting into today with Jessica. Uh, she is a love specialist. She, I'm going to call her that. <laughs> she um, has a radio show and a podcast called The Game of Love. She's also an author of, I'm holding it up right now, 21 Days to Feeling Gorgeous, and which I read, and there's tons of room to write in it, which I love. Like, and it's it's um really great stories from her past. Uh, she's very candid in it, and she's very candid in our conversation today. And I'm just excited to uh, get into it because I know it's going to resonate with you because it does with me, like to a T. So thank you so much to her. And remember that you can find her on Instagram or online at Jessica Smith, just like it sounds, jessicasmith.love. And that's her website address and her Instagram. And uh, and then I also just want to um, really take a second and shout out the white pants because we talk about white pants. We talk about body image. We cover a lot today. And I'm wearing these white pants, which I don't usually do. They are from Good Life. And it was like a push for me to even order white when they, when they were sending me some pants and, uh, and I, I did it, you know, I talked with Meg Sylvester a few episodes back about wearing white and you might check that out because it's not something I really do. And I'm working consciously to do it, to wear more white. And I, uh, I gotta say, you know, like we discuss the push that that is. And I know it sounds small, but uh, for me, it's actually something and it's pushing me outside my comfort zone. So, you know, there's always these ways that we can find more unconditional, lo- more ways to unconditionally love ourselves. And for me, this is one of them and it's, it's pushing me a little bit and um, I'll be sharing pictures on my social media. So check that out. Cause they're going to be on my story. Uh, probably today and I'll, I'll, I'll share it on my feed too. Um, so let's get to it with Jessica Smith today and humongous thanks to her. Remember to find her at jessicasmith.love. Let's get to the conversation. I'm so excited to share this today and thank you for being here. Good morning. Good morning, Jessica. It's so wonderful to meet you for real. So great meeting you for real. I am just so thrilled. Me too. (laughs) Me too. I'm so happy. Thank you for making time to do this because I just, anybody that Marina connects me with too, I'm like, must be amazing. So. Well, thank you. Thank you for making time. Thank you for having me on your show. I know this is, you know, this is important to you and it's an honor to be part of something that's, that's special to you. And Oh, thanks. That's nice of you. Well, really it's special to me. We're so like-minded and, you know, reading your book really, um, hit home for me because we're so like-minded. And I noticed that right off the bat with you, like sometimes you connect with people and they, um, you just can tell that there's like a little competitive spirit there with women or just, 
you know, not that lifting upness. And you like not only, you know, talk the talk of that, but you walk the walk of that. And, um, and it's just, I noticed it right off the bat. And like, that just makes my heart feel so like open and joyful. And I know that's what you want. And that's what, you know, that's your whole MO. And so I was like, hell yeah. Oh, I love that. I will. I love that. I'm a hell. Yeah. Because you're a hell. Yeah. For me, as soon as I, as soon as I saw you, I actually, um, I saw, or I listened to your podcast with Marina before I saw you and I was like, hi sister. Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Right. That's what we're going for. Yes. And then seeing you on the gram, I'm like, oh my God, she's stunning. And then really every time I see you, I just fall like more and more in love with you because you radiate so much life and love and just, yeah, every day on the gram, I'm just like, oh, that's so, that's so kind. You know what? And, um, that's the type of spirit I want to be. And that's the type of spirit you are. And, you know, it takes one to know one. Right. So, um, and, and reading your book to, um, it just resonated with me so much, like, because that's what you're going for. You're going for like getting deep into your soul, talking about what really came up for you and how you really embodied this. And, um, and we're recording by the way. So I'm just thrilled that you're here. So yeah, (laughs) we're just, I just jump in. I'm a jumper in her. And, um, usually I, I set an intention. I light a little Palo Santo and I set an intention at the beginning. And last week, um, I recorded with Eric Godsey and it was amazing. And he was talking about felt intentions rather than like, you know, um, really specifically worded intentions. And I liked that bringing that forward to you, particularly because your book is titled 21 days to feeling gorgeous. It's not, it's not being gorgeous. It's not looking gorgeous. It's feeling. And like, I guess I wanted to just say that this is a feel. And, and I wanted to jump in more with you because the key to really manifesting and, you know, um, living the life that we want to live is about that feeling. And, and I mean, I'm guessing you really consciously titled it that, right? Yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up. I, I love that. And of course you get that. Of course. Um, I was asked on an interview, uh, when my book first came out and there was this lovely gentleman interviewing me and he asked, he's like, well, you're an attractive woman. Why don't, um, you know, why are you writing a book about being gorgeous? And I was like, Whoa, it's really about feeling gorgeous because if we walked on the street, Amy, if you and I went out and started walking the streets of Austin or Denver or wherever and started asking every woman that we saw, tall, short, thin, voluptuous, strikingly gorgeous, um, like, oh, you know, if we asked every woman, do you feel good about yourself? Do you feel gorgeous? Most of them would probably say no. And even the most gorgeous supermodels that we see on, you know, on TV and on social media, a lot of women, a lot of people 
are suffering with, you know, this feeling of not being good enough, not being pretty enough, not being smart enough. And so, yes, I, I deliberately titled this book feeling gorgeous because, you know, we can give beauty tips all day and workouts to do and everything. But if, if you're not feeling good on the inside, it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. And, and, and no matter what you look like on the outside, if you're feeling good, you become luminous and start glowing. And there's this energy field to you that is so attractive that really the, the outer stuff is just icing on the cake. (laughs) It is. But when you feel that, you know, you do tend to then take better care of yourself. You know, you're going to like, I mean, not, not always, but, um, you know, you're going to go easier on yourself in a lot of regards, I think, because you feel good. But at the same time, and I, by that, I mean, like, maybe you give yourself a day off and you eat mac- macaroni and cheese all day. I don't know. And, um, but at the same time, you know, I, I do find that the better I feel inside the better I'm going to take care of myself and do the practices that continue that, you know? That's right. Yes. It is an honoring because you see yourself as, uh, worthy. And I, I've actually stopped using the word worthy too much. Ooh, tell me, tell me. I, I feel like the vibration of the word worthy is it's a little lower vibration. And I know when we're doing work to, to build up our self-esteem and our confidence and our self-love, we, you know, that's kind of the catchphrase is, is it is, it is. I prefer priceless. Oh, right. I got chills. So I'm going to, I love that. I love that too. You know what? Sometimes I notice that I notice exactly what you're talking about, about different words and stuff and that they have shifted a little bit and don't hold the power that maybe they used to have. And maybe like when worthy just gets thrown around too much, you just, it loses some of its power or something like that. Priceless. So why'd you choose that? priceless. It was one day I was working with a client and she kept saying that she wants to feel worthy. And the way that the tone at which came out of her, it, it felt like I want to, I want to be just good enough for someone. She was a dating coaching client of mine. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just want to feel good enough for someone. And she used the word worthy, but the energy that was coming out was, Yeah. And I was like, well, no, honey, like worthy is the baseline. Worthy <laughs> is like the fair minimum. <laughs> Priceless, you know, that encompasses all that we are and really uplifts us to a higher vibration. You're so right. And I love that. What, like, when do you forget? And what do you do when you forget? Like, cause <laughs> like, you know, I need reminders all the time. That's partly why I do this show. That's partly why I talk, you know, to people and what I'm always trying to say, I'm like, Oh yeah, I forget. And then I remember. And that's one of the great things that's about your book is that it, it's an easy thing to just go back to and reference. Um, and so I want to know personally, like, what do you do when you forget? Ooh, I love that. And I'm human and honey, I forget. I forget. I think it's part of like being human. I think it's part of it. It's got to be. Who remembers all the time? Ram Dass yeah. didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's the human affliction, right? Mm-hmm. There's a separation and there's a forgetting. And and I definitely forget. I forget sometimes when I'm off living my fabulous dating life. And maybe sometimes I, I get into something that doesn't feel very, very good. And I get caught up in some guy that maybe isn't meant for me. And I start to give my power away. I start to 
pine over him and I forget about myself. Um, those are the times I forget. Uh, sometimes when I get too busy and I don't do all the things that I do on a daily basis to, to keep me going and keep me uplifted and full and feeling priceless. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had, I've had one heck of a year. I I lost my father this past year. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. And so there's been, um, you know, a lot of grief and mourning and, you know, you've, you've talked about grief and mourning and I, I had the absolute pleasure of listening to that episode. So thank you for putting that out. That was, whew, that was a good one. So, um, you know, I've, I've forgotten over the course of the last year at times because I've had so much grief on my heart and I've gotten lost in the grief and I've had to pull myself out. Um, honey, like to give you a snapshot of when I forgot, yeah, I, I ran away <laughs> from Denver and I went to Arizona because I just needed to be in the desert and to forget and to be alone and heal. I was in my thong bikini in the pool, white claws in hands <laughs> and just like F this and F that. And just like, I didn't care about anything. The whole world could have burned down and I was just mad, sad, angry. And so I was forgetting really who I was at my essence. And I then had to say, okay, what, what do I need to do? I need to make sure I'm working out that I'm doing some meditation. If it's just a few minutes that I am doing my personal power mantra that I teach in the book that I'm dancing and I'm laughing and I'm smiling. And yes, it, I, I definitely forget. And I definitely have to come back at times. Somebody said to me, I can't remember if it was on the show or if it was just someone that said this to me, but was talking about how great forgetting is and like really honoring forgetting because every time you forget, you get to remember, you get to relive the joy of dancing again, you know, and I don't know why this is making me choked up. Like, um, but it is like, it's like, we, we get to remember again, we get to, um, feel the joy of life again, you know? So I think it's, maybe a good part of the process. And it's that whole dichotomy thing. It's that whole duality of life. Like we have to have it to appreciate and remember. Yes. And, <laughs> and at times that I've forgotten and my mom is my best friend and I'll call her and I'm like, oh, you know, this and this. And she's like, honey, this is just, it's like the old song, there'll be days like this. Yeah. And she's like, it's because of the contrast that we do get to come back to ourselves. And, and honey, like, I feel you that that moment when you've come out of this dark place and maybe you're dancing or you find yourself with people that you love and you're laughing that moment, it like, Ooh, it's, it's powerful when you all of a sudden go, Oh my God, there's that smile. I hadn't <laughs> smiled in eight months. I I haven't laughed like that. And Oh, that feeling is, did you really experience that where you felt like you hadn't smiled? I felt like I hadn't smiled. It was, um, yeah. With the, the unexpected passing of my father, it yeah. really, it pulled the rug out from under me and and I didn't smile. I, I was, I was really struggling and, uh, yeah. there was other things in my life personally that, uh, it, it was, it was like the, the 
2020, you know, being the the year that it was, it was doing all this shadow work and having all this stuff happen that I didn't smile for a while. And I did have those moments that I smiled again, that I laughed again. And it was like, oh, thank God. I did that same thing. Like at the beginning of 2020, it wasn't, it wasn't like a real grief thing, but there was something going on within me and it was about dating and it was about my own value. And I, um, and I, I had kind of clung onto a relationship that was unhealthy and, um, but it wasn't even <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that story aside, um, I went out with some friends and I realized like in every picture I wasn't smiling. And I knew that in my heart, there was like this sadness and this darkness. And now when I even look back at those, I'm like, oh man, I remember that girl that time, you know, and what she was going through and. I think I find some compassion toward myself then, you know, like that, that that's okay. I had to go through that. And like, you know, if we're not all here, like in your book, if we're not all there, it's okay. Like, like it's all a dance of within itself of like, sometimes you're smiling and sometimes you're not. And boy, when you find that glow again, enjoy it because um, there will be times where the rug gets pulled out from under you. That's right. And I love that you could look back and have compassion for the woman that you were at that time. It's hard, you know, it's hard to find sometimes, right? Yeah, it is. And, and I think that's something that it's really important for us to remember as people and especially as, as women that we need to embrace the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because a lot of times we just want to focus on, okay, these, th- this is how I'm amazing. And, you know, we can, we can stand up and be strong and be confident and say, okay, this is what I bring to the table. And this is who I am. And, and we're proud of those, those good qualities and those attributes. And we also need to be, be embracing the other stuff that isn't good. You know, it's because it what it's what makes us unique and special, and it gives flavor to a lot of us. You know, <laughs> I, I, you know, we haven't got to hang out yet personally, but I would imagine like you have some like some fire in you, and you are vivacious, and I do, ooh, and I'm, so do you. Yes, do. <laughs> and that's part of being a well-rounded woman. You know, like embracing the fire and embracing like, yeah, I get a little fiery. <laughs> Do you, I mean, and that's growth probably in a dating sense too, you know, like being able to do that and not just being what you think somebody wants. Cause you, now you're dating right now. Like what's your status? <laughs> My status just changed. Oh, like, I'm starting oh. to sweat, Amy. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes. Making you sweat. Awesome. Making me sweat. I actually just ended a relationship last week. Oh, wow. Okay. It's fresh. It's fresh and it wasn't lengthy and it was transformative. And how, how I want to know, (laughs) please. Well, about 18 months ago, I started getting this pull to want to be in a relationship at the time. Like, honey, I am like a playboy. I live this like fabulous, exciting but exciting and entertaining are the two adjectives I use to describe my love life because I'm like, I, uh, I don't know how much I want to divulge here, but I usually have, I was subscribing to having lovers, not open relationships, but just having lovers. And so I would, I have an affinity for athletes and some of them have an affinity for me. So mm-hmm. I was always dating a, a 
yeah, NFL player or an NBA player. And I was just doing this playboy thing. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, I'm like, I think I'm ready for a relationship. And so I started shifting my values from being this exciting, like non-committal, you know, just fun to, no, I want to have something that's, that's deep that I want someone to really know me and see me and I want to see them and I want to co-create an amazing relationship. So as I've been stepping into this, then universe is like, okay, honey, we're going to send you these guys. And so I've been, I've been sent uh, guys that have been, I think training me <laughs> really, I, I haven't been sent the one yet, mm-hmm. but I've been sent ones that are very, um, very close. And, uh, that's good when I, it feels like the right direction, you know, like I, when I got together with my partner now, I like was like, I'm not sure if this is it, but it's, it's in the right direction, whatever the case, you know, like you're like, I'm moving the right way. It seems like, yes. well, so what was transformative? Cause I like with that this, word. Oh, transformative. It was, I, I had worked on a lot of parts of myself that needed healing from my childhood, like, you know, everybody else. And I had my stuff I had to work on and I had gotten to a place that I was so solid. And I really, um, I really felt like I could walk into any relationship and lay down this resume and be like, you just hit the jackpot, sir. And and then what happened was I got into relationships and there was still shadow work that needed to be done. And there were triggers and there were, there were things that I couldn't do unless I was in a partnership. Mm. And so these guys are showing up and it's like, okay, I needed to work on, you know, one, um, one transformative thing that happened last year when I was briefly dating this guy was going from that playboy to this wife type role. And I was really having a hard time because I wanted to hold on to my identity and this, my ego was like, no, but I'm still like, oh, I want to be over here and do this thing. And I'm like, but I also want to be over here. So I got to, I don't really like saying these words, but to, to really play it out with this gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he was gracious enough to, you know, go along with it and, and um, to work through that and mitigate, you know, where where I was going and it helped to transform me into, uh, you know, going from this non-committal, I want my autonomy and my freedom to, I want to be in a healthy, interdependent, fun, alive relationship. It's funny how much like of our identity we put into these things, you know, that's what I'm recognizing anyway, with what you're saying, like that is a massive learning thing because so much of like what I'm reading all the time, you know, and the self-work I do, there's a lot of, you know, where are these spaces where we can let go of w- what we're really ad- actualizing in our identity and, and holding on to like, I like that. I like being perceived like that. That's who I am, you know? <laughs> like, and, um, and then, and then you're forced to go like, Oh wait, okay. That of course, that's not who we are. Who we are is this spirit and, you know, everything that's in this book, this connected, you know, alive being. And that is beautiful and priceless. And and then and then you're being forced. And and another thing that I think is really interesting about this, too, is that you use the word solid, you know, like 
yeah, you feel really fucking solid. And then suddenly you're not solid anymore. You're like, and I love, I think that's really cool actually that, that we can feel so solid. And then suddenly there's more growth to happen. Like, like that's cool. That's good. Because what if we didn't? (laughs) Yeah. And what if we just got stagnant and stayed right there? And you know, that's, I think it's exciting and, and it's also not super sexy. You know, sometimes people think that (laughs) spiritual awakenings are, you know, sitting in some, in some beautiful temple or in yoga or in our meditation space. Uh, A lot of times it's like ugly crying. It's throwing a little tantrum and, you know, screaming what the fuck at the top of our lungs. It's not always sexy. (laughs) It's actually, no, true growth is not that sexy, you know, and it's not at the uh, ayahuasca retreat. It's like when you get home afterward and you're like, you know, haven't showered in two days and you're feeling low and like, you know, trying to make sense of it and journaling and whatever it is. It's the unsexy parts. But again, we have to have those unsexy parts. Right. Because then the sexiness comes out after that, when we've gone through the transformation and we, we were brave enough and courageous enough to, to say, you know what, I'm, I'm calling, you know, bullshit on my ego and on my past ways that have been holding me back. And when we like break up with parts of ourselves and, and exchange them for healthier, better versions of ourselves, that's when the sexiness happens. That's where this, we be, we come into alignment with ourselves. And when we do that's sexy, that's when we're in integrity. And that's when there's this strength and this calmness and this beauty to us. That's sexy. It is sexy. Exchange them for better versions of ourselves. Mm. I love that. Mm. That's what that's what the transformation's all about. Exchange it for a better Exchange. version. Right. Do you are you um conscious about your better versions in a way where you like write it down or what's that look like? I am a huge advocate for journaling and writing. Oh, it's I, in your I, book, I, duh. I mean, <laughs> you live leave a lot of space, you know, for writing and and I yeah. really I really did enjoy that. I like that there's space in here for that. So yeah. Well then tell me more. Like, are you doing it every day? Oh, I don't do it every day, but I will, I will do it every other day. And Mm -hmm. even if it's just a little check-in, even if it's just a, how are you doing talking to myself? Just what am I feeling like today? Um, or if it's just little things I need to get out, it might be two sentences that I might be, you know, saying something beautiful or something that I'm struggling with. And to me, that's very therapeutic. It is. It is. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but one of the things that you did in here that I hadn't done was a personal power mantra. And, um, and I really liked that. Um, can I read yours? Can I read yours? That's in here. I am Jessica, a radiantly beautiful. You probably have it memorized. Do you have it memorized? I do. Oh, then you say it. Okay. I am Jessica, a radiantly beautiful, healthy, wise, equanimous earth angel who is energetically, confidently, and uniquely sharing my gifts with the world. Love it. I mean, like, what else do you need to say? You know, like when we're putting that in there. Yeah. I was really inspired by yours. Earth angel. Earth angel. Honey, you're an earth angel. I am an earth angel. Yes. (laughs) Um, You want to hear mine? 
Yes. So I wrote one in here too. Um, <clears throat> well, I got kind of obsessed like in the last couple of years. I was like, of calling myself Amethyst. I don't know. So I was like, you know, I like Amethyst, whatever. Anyway, I wrote, I am Amy. And then I put Amethyst in there. Um, a wholehearted, radiant goddess shining in my fullness, capable, gorgeous, abundant, present, and divinely connected. I'm a rocking badass who lives this life to my fullest version. Yes. And ready to use my gifts and my voice to help lift others to their highest versions through my purpose. There you go. Mine was longer. I probably need wow. to edit it. <laughs> I have chills over Yay. my entire body. Well done, honey. Thank that you. Is- an amazing personal power mantra. Well, it, it was really under your guidance because, you know, you, you, um, you had people write all these words and that's really useful. I do that in songwriting. I've done it for a long time. You'll just write and, um, and then you can go back and just pick out the words that really stand out. And I would encourage people, even if they don't buy the book, but they should, um, to just, you know, list off words that speak to your heart. And so I did. And then I'm like, okay, which ones really speak to me? Which ones do I really want? And like things like earth angel that you probably don't even like, I would never have thought of that. And and it's very inspiring. So, um, then you've got this to return to. And like, I, I want to like, you know, post it on my altar basically. Yes. I love that. I, I do, as you've seen, I have mine memorized mm-hmm. and I, I say it in, in beautiful times. I said it yesterday on the park bench, the, my favorite park that I visit every day. I just stopped and sat down and said it. And there's times I'll say it before a date. I'm getting, I'm putting Ooh, on my makeup. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm radiantly beautiful. La la la. And there's times where I, uh, I, times are not good and they're challenging. And I have to remember, I have to remember who I am and then I'll pull it out then. And so it can be used all the time. And I want to say too, you know, that doesn't end just after you're done dating. Like I'm noticing that like I am in a relationship and I'm having to figure I'm twice divorced. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to more healthily navigate this thing. And it's, and it is, it's weird to like, be like, okay, now I'm in this, not to just, let all that shit go, you know, like to actually really like, no, this got me here in a healthy way. And I can keep taking those steps in healthy ways too. Do you find that if you entered in that relationship, maybe that you were in that you kind of like accidentally like let those go a little bit? Cause I have. Girl, I have too. I, once upon a time I was married and it was very codependent. Oh, wow. I'm just, just surrendered. I'm just starting to understand. I just understanding codependency. I don't have a good understanding of that, but wow. Well, uh, and, and part of it was I gave all of myself to, to him and just wanting, you know, being that goddess energy that you want to nurture and what we forget about being a modern goddess is that we can only give with what we already have. And I was just dishing it out left and right. And I didn't have any reserves for myself. And then that would make it so I was bitchy and reactive and I'd get my feelings hurt and I didn't feel pretty. And I I was needing all this stuff from him that should have been coming from me. And one little thing that I have changed over the years, there's been a lot of things, but one little thing is I haven't in years 
asked a man, how do I look in this? <gasps> Does this look good on me? Honey, I can't remember the last time those words came out of my mouth. I like, <laughs> I, I step into date night, like I look hella fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, I'm trying to think if I do. Mm-mm. Uh, no, I think I've, I think I've grown out of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I bet you have. I feel like you just show up with your luscious self and you're like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But what you said too was, but right before that is so, God, you said that so perfect. Like just, you know, you start to feel and, and that's so common in a relationship. You start to feel not so pretty. You start to feel just like lower vibing and, um, and spending the time to, to do these practices is crucial to remaining that goddess nature. I went through like this phase. I was glad you are embracing the word goddess. I mean, it's having a moment, that's for sure. And I, I had like gotten this nameplate necklace that said goddess and, you know, just to remind myself and I tried to get more of them. They were like from forever 21. They don't make them anymore, but they should. Anyway, I just ordered them in bulk, you know, and I would just pass them out to people and like my friends and stuff. And, uh, you know, just as a reminder, and it was, um, it was really useful. I've kind of, I've stopped wearing it now. I mean, it was cheap. I need to get a real one, but, but I felt like it finally like sunk in, you know, and it just took time. And, and it was funny at first wearing that necklace. Cause I thought, you know, you might get judged or something calling yourself a goddess. Cause it seems a little full of yourself from, if, at first probably, but it's true. It's true. It and it's true. Mm-hmm. And I, I write about that in, in my book, as far as embracing ourselves and honoring ourselves. And I talk about it in the chapter about, can you, can you take it? Um, and talking about how we give and receive compliments that there's a lot of power in that. So I had that vision of, you know, you handing out those goddess necklaces, you're, you're honoring your fellow woman as your fellow goddess. And then you're also elevating you to that priceless, level. And I, I think that is such a beautiful thing. And I, I have no doubt that you inspired so many women to say, you know what? I am a goddess and being a goddess, I am also honoring you. And I don't take anything away from you because of my happiness, my abundance, my confidence, my partner, my possessions, my laughter, my sexiness, you can have it too. There is infinite abundance in this universe and you can have it. And, and if you have everything that is no reflection upon me or taking anything away from me and vice versa. Beautifully said, because we think it's a zero sum game. A lot of times, like there's only so much to go around. She's got it. I want it, you know, like, and, um, and that's not the case. You know, I, I want to try to model and I know you do too. Like this is how it's done. Like it's all there. It's fully abundant. And that's, um, that's a really beautiful thing. And, and, and then to tack onto that too, just like supporting women and the way you do it. And, um, you know, that's what I aspire to. And, uh, my best friend, um, that I've been friends with since we were 12, she used to always say like, um, and we were best friends. And she would say, um, oh, you know, I'm always better friends with guys. And uh, like that phrase has always rubbed me so wrong when women say that or girls or whoever say that. Like, I'm always better friends with guys. And I was like, finally called her out. And I was like, no, you're not. You're sitting here with me right now. 
first of all. <laughs> and like yeah. you, you hang out with me and other girls. So I think you're totally discounting that. And, um, and it's kind of offensive. And, um, and plus, you know, I think there's something in that that is just like not wanting to um, allow an openness and vulnerability with other women where you're like, I can lift you up. You are, I can respect your goddessness and honor you and honor myself. And we can all rise. That's not even a question, but I was just sharing yeah, that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that, I think that a lot of women um, and men, they, they have issues with the divine feminine and it can be, you know, they can be scared of it too. And so when I hear that from other women, I'm like, oh, dang it. She's been hurt by somebody. There's been some friend of hers that has hurt her. It's either, you know, pulled her ponytail or stole her boyfriend or whatever it is and, and having compassion for that. And, you know, I have a, I have a soft spot in my heart because a girl breakups, friend breakups are real. And Mm -hmm. sometimes they hurt worse than romantic ones because girlfriends, you know, we'll talk about everything, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll talk about everything from our deepest the deepest, darkest secrets to our biggest dreams, to what's happening in our sex lives, to, you know, fights that we have with our mother or whatever it is, we really show ourselves. And there's this level of intimacy that's really deep. And when there's that breakup, woo, we could be cut to our core with those. Oh, I, I've been wrecked over them. Wrecked. I can think of two off the top of my head, you know, and, and, um, <clears throat> it's been real work to, uh, understand what I was supposed to learn in those and, you know, um, just deal with it in general. It's, it it is, but I like that you just reframed, you know, how I felt about, um, about that phrase. Like, you're right. You're right. Like there's some kind of hurt there that went on, you know, and like, you can find compassion with that. And that's good. Cause you know, anytime that I'm putting a judgment out, (laughs) I'm like, there's something to learn there. And you're totally right. Like, where can you find compassion in your heart for someone who's probably been hurt and then just allow them their path too, which is, is challenging, you know, sometimes. And then, and then check them too. Like you did with your friend, like, Hey sis, you're sitting with me. Come on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like I'm not chopped liver over here. Okay. Like I'm your bestie, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and it includes, you know, those type of conversations as well. Yeah. Hey, before we get back to the show, I just want to remind you of my special announcement that on Saturday, June 5th at 3 p.m., I'll be hosting a live show alongside Jeff Ward at Good Life's brand new store in the Domain North Side. So you can come hang out, you can meet us, you can get a discount and listen to the show and check out all of Good Life's awesome products. So, I mean, honestly, aren't we all just dressing more casual these days? (laughs) I know I am. And just because you're not dressing up doesn't mean you shouldn't dress well. Good Life is American made from the finest, super quality materials. And their core collection of premium essentials keeps you looking good and feeling great. And yes, I have been wearing their stuff and I can attest that it is phenomenal and it feels so good. So Good Life just opened a new store, as I said, in the domain north side, and we are going to be there. You can stop by though, the new Austin location anytime you want and get 20% off in store when you mention my code, Amy20, A-M-Y 20. The code is also valid on your entire order at goodlifeclothing.com. Elevate your game with Good Life. 
Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, I feel like um, this, what we're saying goes along with that chapter that comes right after, which is bless what you want. And mm. I like that. And I feel like that's part of this feeling and that manifesting. And I'm just wondering how that shows up for you. Ooh, um, thank you. This is one of my favorite chapters in my book, Bless What You Want. And it goes back to that competitive nature with women that when we see a woman that has nicer legs than us, we're like that bitch. Or, you know, we see a woman that is, you know, like crushing it in the, in the boardroom. And you're like, oh, she might, you know, she's a bitch too, you know, or, or if we see, you know, a woman with a, a handsome guy, well, how'd she get hit? You know, there's just, there's just unnecessary, um, fights and wars and negative energy being put out, which going back to what I said earlier, there's an infinite supply and what happens energetically when we are, not blessing what we want, if we're judging, if we're feeling envious, then it's sending a mixed signal to the universe. So um, a lot of us subscribe to um, the law of attraction. And if we are sitting down and we're journaling and we're like, I, I want a rocking body and la la la. And I want my ass stuff like this and da, 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 da. And I want to lose this much. And we're writing this out and we're, we're feeling good about it. And we're excited. And then we go to the grocery store and we see this bomb ass woman walking in front of us who has like our dream body. And we're like, <sighs> her. Like, uh, and then all of a sudden we get that weird feeling going back to that feeling, um, that weird feeling of jealousy and being like, Ooh, then spirits like, I'm, I'm sorry, honey. Did, did you just poo poo that? Did you just say you didn't like that? I mean, we just sent you to show that it was possible. Yeah. I thought, I thought you, I thought you liked great bodies. Here's one. Check that out. <laughs> I thought you liked it. And so then you have a, a one has this, this conflict. And so the universe is like, listen, says, I don't know. I'm like, but do you want a nice body or not? Mm-hmm. And so when we, when we flip the script and we start blessing what we want, when we see that woman that walks in, that has that rocking body and we're like, like applaud people. I will applaud people. I will be like, oh my God, look at you. Like, oh my God, you must have worked so hard. You must have great, great genetics. You're blessed. I don't know, but like, congratulations. <laughs> and so what that does for our field, for our energetic field, spirit's like, yes, that's what she wants. Let's send her a hot body and let's send her the partner. Let's send her financial abundance all of that stuff, that's really going back to, you know, that alignment. When we align with what we want and we bless it, the universe is like, oh, good. That's what she wants. Send it in. It sounds so simple. And yet it's so hard sometimes, right? Like, um, like, cause it, it has to be genuine. You maybe, Mm, maybe you can do it till it is genuine. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, like you got to get that genuineness and that, I think that's where the work comes in. Like, but how do you get to that genuineness? How'd you get, how'd you get to that real, real genuineness of that? Cause I mean, I, I mostly have it, but I have moments where I'm like, 
you know, <laughs> where you feel where it triggered, where sometimes I say there's a fine line between, um, inspiration and, uh, something that brings you down and makes you depressed. Cause you know, you can see the hot body and you're like, God, yes. And I'm inspired and I'm happy for them. But at the same time, you're like, fuck, <laughs> you know? So mm. how do you, well, what are your practices to genuinely get there? Is it this, is it like, it, it's, it's the book and really it's just, it's like meditation. You know, we, we sit down and we're trying to quiet our mind and focus. And then our brain keeps sending in ideas and fantasies and reminders, and it's just baby stepping into process. So what I do and what I've done is really, there's just, it's just catching, it was catching myself. So if I was at Whole Foods and I would see someone that had a rocking body and I would feel that like, <laughs> I want that. And then I would, I would really have to therapize myself and I'd be like, okay, honey, stop. This woman, you know, like I said, if she has great genetics, if she works her booty off, if she, you know, whatever, whatever it is, that's her path. You don't need to, you know, sometimes it was poo-pooing her. I like to say poo-pooing. I think that's nicer than being mean to her, yeah. you know, judging, you know, if it, it could be judgment. It could be, you know, so sometimes I had to be like, you know what, Th that's her life, honey. Don't sit here and judge her and be like, be nice, be better than that. Don't judge her. I would have to call myself out. So that was, that was what's happening in my head was like, no, 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 be kind to your fellow woman. And then if there was feelings of inadequacy or jealousy, then I would catch myself and be like, oh my God, honey, I know you want this so bad that it kind of hurts you to see this on display in front of you. But you got to remember that this woman, like you, like good for her. I said that a lot. Good for her. Like in a, in a very sweet way, like good for you. And that's what I went back to that clapping. I'm like, good for you, sis. Good for you. Mm -hmm. And so then I was able to talk to that part of myself that was hurting because if to your point, it's, it's hard just to be like, okay, I'm good with it. You know, I'm good with seeing this, this woman that has this gigantic engagement ring on her finger and this hot ass man next to her, you know, it, it was, you know, there was some hurt feelings. So we need to acknowledge those feelings within ourselves. We need to talk to them. So I use a lot of self-talk and I'm like, okay, I, I, I feel that you want this. You see it. It's on display. It's a possibility. Mm -hmm. So bless what you want. I mean, like, you yeah. Know. What if you just consider it an experiment to just go, oh, I'm being shown. Great. I'm being shown what's possible. I'm just, this is just here to show me, you know, rather approaching it. It's just it's like that reframe. I like that. I like that a lot. And then I like your self-talk, you know, that, um, God, I had like three thoughts of what you were saying, but that, um, stepping out of yourself a little bit, like take your own advice, like, um, allowing yourself to hear what your friend, the best version of you would say like to, or to a friend that was feeling bad about that. What would you say to your friend? You know? Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, that came up for me, um, like yesterday. So this, uh, somebody new started following me and I just took a peek at who it was, you know, and, um, and I didn't know her at all. We had one mutual, one mutual f person and it was my boyfriend. And, um, and I was like, hmm. And, uh, so, so I look, she's like gorgeous, you know, and like all hot and like all her pictures are hot and whatever. And I was like, 
and he liked them all, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. And, um, and so I'm like, okay, okay. What am I really feeling here? Like I had to sit with it for a minute and I was like, am I feeling like he like likes her better? And if he does, okay. You know, <laughs> like, okay, then he does like, okay, well, he can go like her. That's all right. And, um, and then I was like, am I feeling like I'm holding on? Like there was, like you said, there's, there was things to investigate underneath that. Just like what's really under there. Yeah. Right. I love that. That is you are spot on. That is really key to, to all work that we do on ourselves. What's really going on here? I'm still not sure what was going on underneath there. I'm going to have to sit with it a little longer because I'm like, but it's made, it took the power out of it so much. Like once I said, there's something underneath it, um, because I have insecurity issues and, um, and, and they'll, they'll pop up in all different ways. And so, you know, I'm sure there's some of that in there. Anyway, I'm not, sh- you know, like you're human. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are human. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. And so I just want to, you know, you know, you don't have to have it all figured out. It seems like you've got a lot figured out. So well, <laughs> like we said, we can get so solid and then there's a whole new level of whatever it is. So, but you know, I guess my point is too, that it can be the smallest things like seeing somebody in the grocery store, like you're saying, and if we pay close attention, then maybe we can use those for our own, uh, really self-healing and work and what's underneath that. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. Yes, absolutely. And, and I love that you went through that process with yourself and you're really exploring. And I think a lot of times when we are looking at ourselves, we are the worst judge of ourselves. (laughs) We are the worst. And if we can step back and look from a a researcher's or a scientist's point of view, that you're just going to like, hmm, what's going on here? Like, I'm just curious. I'm just going to sit here and take notes. You know, that's all. And you take the emotional charge out of it. So there's not this like, oh my God, he liked all of her pictures (laughs) and she's hot. And And what are you doing? Who is this? Who is she? Why? Oh, you're liking all her pictures. I see you're spending time just going around liking, you know, (laughs) Mm, I can go down that road pretty easily. Right. And, and we can start to spiral, but you know, you were so, you handled it so beautifully that you, you're like, okay, as these feelings are coming up, I'm also going to be the observer. And as you observed and you started like, okay, okay. Then it, it dissolved the emotional charge around it. So, you know, you, you were like, all right, there's something going on here. Clearly it's, it's, it's not this and this and this. And, and we, we got to do that with ourselves. We, I mean, really. And changing. Have, and ch- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I was going to say, and it changes the story a little bit. Like with the person in the grocery store, we don't know her story. We, we don't know. Maybe, you know what? She could have struggled with body image for her whole life or been bullied. We don't know. And, um, and you know what? I don't know about this person. Like, you know what, maybe they have some really random connection and, uh, and he's just, you know, being nice and uh, you know what? And like, wants to be kind, you know, th- I, that's it. Like, so what, so what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? And then, you know, we just keep exploring, right? We yes. just keep asking those questions and just yes. being curious and like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wore, I, uh, uh, you're so 
good about body image too. That's like a big old work in progress for me. And I mean, which is common, right? But um, like I, I'm wearing white pants today and I have not owned white pants. I can't remember, maybe in the year 2000 or 2002. And so um, I'm wearing some today and I like, I, it was a good day to wear them with you because I uh, got in the elevator here and there's, there's um, <laughs> mirrors in there. And I looked at my ass and I was like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, no. And, you know, I just, but I had a, I, I tapped in, I'm sitting there holding your book too. I'm like, and I, oh. I mean, like I, I tapped in and I'm like, you know what? Nope. Here it is. You look good. You know, just like shifting. I have a friend who does that all the time. He's like, he said, he just looks in the mirror and he's like, damn, I look good. And I'm like, you know what goals right there? Like, can we find that? And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to probably, I'll take a picture of it and put it out with this episode or something like that. Cause you know, you know, what's, what's, what's the big fear behind it? What's the big fear behind it? And thank you for talking about body image. Cause as you know, as you've read in my book, it is near and dear to my heart. Cause it's something that I struggled with for so long, for so many reasons. If it was societal's judgment upon me, if it was, you know, well, partnerships, pe- people could probably look at you and me and go, Oh, easy for them to say, you know, or something like that. But it's, uh, you know, it's real. It's real. And I remember you talking about your amazing ass before, and I've had problems with my ass too. And it, one of the, I love that you bring up white pants because when I put on white pants, I have cellulite that I can see on the back of my legs. That's what I'm talking my, about. That's what I'm talking about. And before I would not wear white pants years ago, because I'm like, hell no, not everybody's going to see every little ripple, every little dimple, every Mm -hmm. little piece of fat on me. No. And now I'm like, I'm wearing these. Do you wear them? Oh yeah. I wear white pants all the time. And you rock them. I I rock them. And I'm just like, fuck it. You know, if somebody doesn't like them, don't look, don't look. If you don't like my ass, don't look. Avert your eyes. <laughs> you do, by all means, just soak it in, you know? And really for me, and I, I write about this in, in my book when I, I talk about I was in Portofino, Italy, and I am in this picturesque, gorgeous, one of the most gorgeous places on earth. I'm surrounded like amazing, beautiful people and food and life. And I'm over here thinking like, oh my God, how many times did I eat pasta the last four days? I haven't worked out and I'm not enjoying anything. And I had this moment that I realized how much of my life I had wasted, wasted. I'd wasted time with my children. I had wasted time that I could have been helping someone else. I wasted time that I could have just been enjoying my life because I wasn't happy with the cellulite on the back of my legs or the stretch marks and, and the saggy skin, whatever it was, I had wasted precious life energy on this stuff. And I'm like, for what, for who, who cares? And I had what I call in my book, the fuck it moment. Yep. I'm like, fuck this. Like I am not wasting any more my precious energy on any of this anymore. Like I am going to go live my life with my white pants and all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we just get so brainwashed culturally. I love that part of your book because I completely relate. 
I can relate, mm-hmm. you know, and I know how much I've time I've wasted or joy that's been pushed aside, I suppose, that, you know, that's a much more positive spin on it. Thank you. I don't mean to make it positive because it's not positive. It's true. You know, like you are pushing joy away and not being present in the moment because you're worried about perceptions, judgments. Yeah. And I know there's, you know, there's people out there that are listening. They're like, well, I really don't like my nose or I wish that I looked like this, or I, I wish my stomach was flatter or I, you know, and, and they, and they do have judgments. And that's one of those things. It's like, well, honey, in the grand scheme of things, like these are the cards you're dealt. Like mm-hmm. this, this is the cards I was dealt. And that's part of that fuck it moment. It's like, I'm just going to play this deck. I'm going to play this hand rather. I'm, this is what I have. And this is what I'm going to work with. Now, granted, I still go get my Botox. I still pour money into my appearance and, and I get ridiculous two hour facials every two weeks. I, I, I've had a boob job, like I've done things and I still love and accept myself exactly how I am. And a lot of times it's going back to that fuck it moment. This is what I was dealt. I'm going to make the best of it and just rock it. Dude, I'm so on the same page as you. Yeah. Cause you know, you have to kind of reconcile that. You're like, <clears throat> am I truly happy with how I look? But at the same time, yeah, I am doing these things. I got implants. I get all the injections filler and I'm open about it. I talk about it. I think you've probably seen that. And, um, I got a nose job like in my 40s. And I remember people were like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like changing my nose. And and I really did it for me, like just for me. And um, so, I mean, like, you know, there's, there's a, there's different ways to look at all that. And, um, and I do do it for me. I'm not doing it, but I, then I'm able to look in the mirror and go, and like what I see and feel like it reflects the inside a little bit better, I suppose, or maybe that's a rationalization. I don't know, but it does make me feel better, I guess. I, I get that. And, you know, we, it's nice to look pretty. Yeah, it, it really is. And listen, uh, years ago when I, I've had hardships and I haven't liked how I looked and I've had problems with my body and everything that I would do things drastically to try to change. I, I mean, I longed for the day that I could have some type of plastic surgery or to change something about myself because my identity, my self worth was wrapped up in how I looked mm-hmm. and what was interesting for me. And I'd love to hear if this happened to you that when I went through a big, huge healing and really found this unconditional love for myself and really became my best friend and my number one fan, then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but my physical appearance actually got better. And I think that goes down to quantum physics and that I was infusing myself with so much love and so much energy that was supportive and kind at my cells. Like I actually got more attractive over the years. And, you know, as a woman, uh, that's not how we usually trend (laughs) or people rather, that's not how we usually trend. So then I got to the point where when I could get fillers, when I, when I could do, you know, like, you know, bazillion beautiful cosmetic things to myself. My identity wasn't wrapped up in it. 
And I think that's like with your nose job, it might've been like, no, this is just something I want to do. Yeah. But if nose job suddenly, if you couldn't have a nose job for whatever reason, you would still be fine. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. I think that mm-hmm. is the difference. And I think that's interesting about the quantum physics and all that. I like that. Yeah. Cause I've, I'm not, sh- I haven't been sure what it is. It has happened to me. I mean, like as I've done this work and progressed and really, you know, tapped into all these things that we're talking about today and, and worked on practices around them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm like, I guess I'm like a reverse aging. I don't know what's going I don't know. You know, it's like, cool. And, um, and I'm like, I'll just keep doing it. And like, maybe, maybe it'll, maybe we'll all start doing it, you know? And, um, cause yeah, in fact, my boyfriend just called like a minute before this and he was like trying to tell me something really nice. And I was like distracted. Cause I was like, I gotta hop on this zoom, you know, I'm about to record babe. And he was like, Oh, and this guy, he thought you were 20, like in your late twenties and all this. And I was like, Oh, wait, <laughs> tell me more, you know? <laughs> and, um, and it was just, okay. it, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, well, that's generous, you know, very generous. But, um, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what, that's, that's awesome. Like it just is a, it's a youthful attitude too. you know, it's that quantum, like of, of learning and curiosity, which you have as well. You're willing to jump in and grow and embrace something that's not solid, you know, like say I'm solid, but wait, oh, there's more. And, and that, spills over into this quantum, like you're saying, I think, you know, it like spills into these little spaces in between this that are just floating around and spinning and vibrating. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Well, you do look so young. I don't know how old you are. And you you. are so, I mean, you are luminous. You radiate and have this vibe to you. Like I was saying at the beginning, that is, it's so, uh, on one hand, you are this youthful, ageless, vivacious, enthusiastic, fun soul. And then on the other hand, you're like this ancient, like, like <laughs> old, like wise <laughs> woman that like embodies all of this divine feminine wisdom that it's just so beautiful. I, I, I'm just so excited that we are, are now connected and we're together because you do have this vastness to you. I mean, you are like the divine feminine. Thank you. Oof, there's, there's a challenge. Can you take it? Mm-hmm. Can you take the compliments? Because like initially someone starts saying that to you and you're like, oh, stop. Okay. Um, you know, you know, I could feel that rising in me, like cut her off now. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and then I'm like, sit in this. This is exactly what she is encouraging women to do. Can you take it? Can you take it? And when someone, you know, is effusively kind to you and wants to lift you up, can you take it? And it's it there are challenges in every moment and i felt it right then and i was like so i'm just saying i recognized it and thank you thank you i mean what a thing to hear and what a thing to believe right mm. so and um and you know i can definitely say the same about you you are um you are you know i i said this before we hopped on here I was like, she's, you know, walking the walk of what she's talking, you know, and it's, um, it's just beautiful to witness and to get to connect with 
women who are truly radiating what they want the world to be. And that's what you're mm. doing. Just a, a beauty and an essence of joy and learning and uh, lifting up and rising the rising. That's why I like that you used earth angel too. You know, it's, it conjures up this idea of wings that, you know, you are rising and you want to see others rise as well. I love that. And thank you for those words. And you're welcome. You know, it's, it's about us each healing as, as individual women, and then also healing the feminine, the divine feminine. And, you know, each one of us are, like I said, not only healing ourselves, but we're contributing to the whole. And, you know, right now in our society where everything's tumultuous and there's a lot of collective shadow work going on. And, and that's what we're doing. You know, that's what I'm doing with this book. And that's what you are doing. And that's what a lot of us are doing. You're come to get, we're coming together as council members of the divine feminine, we're like, okay, let's, let's, let's bring this together. Let's heal. I, I want to see you rise. I want to rise too. I want to, I want to see everybody win. That's a good thing to remember too. I do too. And I think that's good. Like to, as a takeaway too, like when you're in those moments in the grocery store, wherever it is, those little micro moments, like what are you contributing to the whole right now? Like, am I contributing, you know, the negative talk or am I contributing like applause, applause, applause? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said it. Said. You said it. <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta give you credit. Applause to you. So, well, you know, we're getting close to time and um, I just, as I wrap up, usually I always just offer you the floor and is there anything that you feel called to share or maybe something we didn't touch on or just maybe that something that's coming up for you or that you want to reiterate as, as we, you know, close up today. Hmm. I, I love that. Well, I thank you for the floor. And I, one thing I'd like to reiterate is really unconditionally loving yourself. You know, it's, most of us have been taught or just have been born to love ourselves conditionally. Mm -hmm. I will love myself when I'm smart. I will love myself when I'm pretty. I will love myself when I'm thin. I will love myself when I do something good. And really I'm like, no, honey, love yourself in your totality for everything that you are. And that's when, when we can look at, you know, the other day I said something and I was like, Ooh, mm, that wasn't the best thing to say. Instead of chastising myself, I just had compassion. And I'm like, um, that wasn't the best thing to say. We're not going to say that again. And I was kind to myself and I moved on. I didn't judge myself. I didn't blame myself. And so really having that compassion for who we are and loving ourselves no matter what, because the most important relationship that we have is with ourselves. It's with ourselves hands down. And I even push back on people that are like, well, it's our connection with source or, you know, a a higher power. And it's like, no, really, it's with you. Because if you're distorted, your connection to spirit is going to be a little wonky. It's going to be a little off. And when you're clear, when you are taking care of yourself, when you are loving yourself, when you are doing all the things, your connection to spirit then is like magic, right? And you know, the sad truth is people are going to disappoint us. People are going to hurt us. People are going to leave us. People are going to die. People are going to, you know, there's, there's all this, just these things that happen in our world. 
And if we embrace ourselves and we are our own best friend and like, no matter what happens, I got me, I got me. There is this, this life then that, that, that comes out of us, this stability, this beauty, this radiance. And then also inside ourselves, we're equanimous. Things can't shake us as much. You know, we have somebody breaks up with us and it's like, okay, that hurts, but it's not devastating. You know, it's like, I, I, you know, the loss of my father, uh, that was gut-wrenching and deep inside of me, I was still there. Mm -hmm. I still had myself. And so once we really are just solid in ourselves, we can handle everything else that comes our way. Mm -hmm. Even if we forget for a moment, it's okay. You're going to remember and you're going to come back to it a lot quicker each time too. A lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Yep. Every day is that training, right? The earth tool. <laughs> sure is. Uh, and, you know, just that speaks to me so much because the unconditional thing has been, has come up for me many times, you know, um, lately. It's just become more apparent. Like, in what ways am I being conditionally loving toward myself? And how can I step up and recognize that? Like, oh, you know, I'll really feel good when I'm X, you know, like you, like you listed off. And no, no, that's not where the, that's not where it's at. That's not where the magic happens. It's like loving just all of it, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly in every single moment. And, and, and just finding that compassion. And that's part of that. I think is like, when you look at that inner child, you know, and you can go like, um, Oh, and you just, you can hold yourself and go, it's okay. Cause like, I would do that to my kids, you know, be like, so what? you know, so what? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. A lot of inner child work is definitely a recommendation. Yeah. And I think that phrase gets kind of intimidating sometimes. And I've just shifted it into a real practical way of doing it where it's just like, I just picture it. I just picture myself little and just like hug myself until it's okay. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, thank you for that closing remarks because um, for those closing remarks, because that is uh, just so beautiful and so about who you are and such a beautiful soul. And I'm just so happy to be able to lift up your message and your words uh, as much as I can. So, and do my part to what am I contributing to that wholeness? Right. So this is the good shit, the good shit to contribute. Um, As we close too, please share all your links with everybody. And I share them also in the intro and in the outro and in the show notes so people can find you very, very easily. And I would encourage people to order your book, 21 Days to Feeling Gorgeous. Thank you so much. I I just fall in love with you more every second that we spend together. And thank you so much for having me on the show and lifting me up and celebrating me. Even on even on the on the gram, you've mm-hmm. been so gracious and sweet to talk about my book. And um yeah, my my Instagram is jessicasmith.love. That's also my website. It's jessicasmith.love. And by my book, I have my podcast, The Game of Love, which I would love to have you on. Yes. The answer is 100%. Yes. I could talk about dating and all of it. All day Let's long. do it. Yes. <laughs> and I have my um, Game of Love radio show that I do here in Colorado that I absolutely love. And I lead transformational yoga retreats. I have a private practice that I see clients one-on-one. And I'm excited because I'm launching a new part of my business with um, one with our mutual friend, with Marina. Oh, how beautiful. Congratulations. 
Thank you. We are going to be leading uh, monthly uh, little mini retreats and workshops here in, in Denver together. So I'm very excited. We're going to be, it's called the modern goddess. And so we are going to be bringing that ancient, that wisdom into the the beautiful modern woman. Oh, that's so perfect. I love it. Sounds so aligned too. So just so, so wonderful. Congratulations on this growth and the new things. And I am going to get to Colorado sometime soon. So uh, we're going to hang out in person. I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to see you. I Me too. Me too. <laughs> so um when you do make plans to come here, just know that I am I am needy and greedy and selfish and I will just like to spend so much time with you. <laughs> oh, I am honored. So I can't wait. So thank you again so much, Jessica. Everybody find her at Jessica Smith Thought Love on Instagram and online. So thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much to Jessica for everything that she shared. You know what? I've I'm so susceptible to not blessing what I want. And I, I fall into that sometimes and I get discouraged and I compare and I do all the things. And part of me using my voice here is just to share that with you, that if you do it, you're not alone, but we can overcome it. We can get through it and we can work on blessing those things that we want and trusting. And like I said, during the thing, like trusting that they're there to show us something and just trying that experiment of like, oh, Oh, okay. Uh, this is just, maybe this is just here to show me what's possible. Like Jessica said, anyway, just an experiment showing me what's possible. Maybe that's our affirmation for the day. Yeah. I like it. Thank you for showing me what's possible. Hmm? Mm. That's what it takes, takes the wind out of competition and, and out of our negative thoughts, right? When we put ourselves down and compare, oh, they're so much more successful than me or insert, right? (laughs) Comparison. Hmm. Thank you for showing me what's possible. No, that's showing us what's possible. I think Caitlin Howe said it once, like everything is there for your unfolding. How are you going to unfold? You're going to wad up in a ball? Are you just going to unfold and say, yeah, there it is. There's the possibilities. I'm going to applaud that. Bless up. I might've talked about that before too. In Jamaica, they say bless up. And like constantly. And I love that phrase. Bless up. Bless it all up. Let's rise. Let's rise, 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 rise. So thank you again to Jessica today for being here. Remember that you can find her at jessicasmith.love. You can order her book. I uh, It's on Amazon, easy to order. And on her website as well, which is also jessicasmith.love. Love, and you can find her podcast, The Game of Love, and her radio show. I think it's on Mile High Radio, and it is also called The Game of Love. So, thank you for being here. Thank yourself for being here. Thank yourself for showing up and listening to stuff that is about you uh, exchanging your old self for a higher version, as she said, <laughs> which is badass. Uh, thank you to everybody at Hot Pie Media. We're moving. We're moving studios really soon. It'll still look the same, I think, but I'm so stoked. I'm excited to see this place grow and thrilled that you're here with me. And if you can hit those ratings, they totally matter. Hit the five stars. If you want to write a review, please do share it with a friend. Even better. Yes. So if you can take those time, just a, just a few seconds to do those things, they really matter to all of us. And we're just trying to build it up, right? and spread that message. What are you putting out in the wholeness? Mm -hmm. 
Damn, there was a lot of good takeaways in that conversation today. A lot of good sound bites. So thank you again, Jessica. Thank you to you. Thank you, Hot Pie. Thank you, universe. And fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Um, subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't yet, amyedwards.com. And I will see you next time. Until then, peace, love, health, wealth, joy, unconditional love, and all the good stuff to you and yours. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this show, please rate and review it totally matters. And I encourage you to spread the love too and share this episode with a friend if you feel called. Find me and my newsletter sign up at amyedwards.com. And you can also connect with me on Instagram at realamyedwards or in Clubhouse at amyedwards or write to me. It's amy at amyedwards.com.